hot off the presses last week we got a new report tying to inflation we have just seen the highest consumer price increase in 13 years this rate of inflation has reached 4.2 percent from april 2020 to april 2021 so now you're probably thinking what is inflation and why is everyone panicking about it well i decided to help you out Make this episode to get you the knowledge you need to understand what you're hearing as it's discussed. This episode is going to go over what inflation is, what you can expect after this recent report, and what you can do moving forward to hedge yourself against inflation. Here we go. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves hey how's it going hopefully everybody is uh enjoying enjoying their weekend it's sunday everyone's weekend's almost over uh that's all good though so we're back here uh it's another week and wow it's been a it's been a week let's just say it so uh this is the newest episode of the financial mirror and as i've stated uh, on previous streams, it's, it's very important to me uh, to stay relevant, not only in the strategies that are presented uh, here on the stream, but more importantly, on the data that is discussed. Um, so this this is going to be one of those weeks, right? So we have uh, we've we've gotten to a point in uh, from an um, economy based perspective where inflation is becoming a hot topic right so so this is this is a, an episode that's just for you um especially if, if inflation is confusing to you or you're just like well obviously inflation's when it goes up and deflation's when it goes down like if, so so if that if that's your context around inflation and, and what that is uh this episode is for you uh but more importantly uh, i'm going to go over a couple of things that, that you can take away that uh, may just be that piece of information that you need to hear that can that can put you right back to where you get a little bit of peace of mind uh, about what you can do uh, in this time. So uh, the great part about it is that uh, none of this is intended to scare you because this shouldn't be a where we're at right now is not is not so much of a scare point. I, I don't think I don't think anyone should be scared yet. This is not it's not we're not at that point, but uh, it is something you should be aware of. It's something that you should be. Um, looking at something that you should be in tune to it shouldn't be just something that is just in passing right uh but just to give you a background of sort of where where i came up with this episode of, of why i wanted to talk about it uh, mostly comes back to so we this last week uh our the report came out and it showed that the consumer price index it rose to 4.2 percent right so to me, that stands out. It, that that number it stands out to me, but to an everyday American, most likely, uh, that doesn't really keep up with financial terms. All you hear is four point two percent, and you're that could make you feel a multitude of ways, right? Uh, so I'm I wanted to give this episode a chance to sort of break down what that what that actually means. Like what what does consumer price rising to four point two percent actually mean? Um, but also to to sort of come up with is uh, give you a base a base baseline knowledge of what inflation is uh how to how that 
uh, data can can make you begin to set an expectation. I want to want to give you some of those things of what you can expect, and then uh, finally at the end, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on a couple of things that you can do to sort of hedge yourself against inflation. Um, nothing does away with the actual inflation for what it is, uh, but, but mostly just focusing on. Um, things that you can do for yourself, right? Cause you're not going to stop inflation single-handedly. <laughs> Otherwise somebody would. Uh, and, and, but I want, I want to give you that. I want to give you that little bit of what you can do. Right. Uh, so that's, that's sort of how I want to break this week's episode down. Um, I believe that walking through it in that manner, that, that sort of progressive manner in each little section can help build, uh, all of what all this inflation stuff is about. So you're, you're going to hear a ton of stuff. Uh, the news is, is sort of full of inflation information right now. Hi, you get that inflation information. Oh, that's a, sorry. I thought I was a rapper for just a second, but uh, it's, it's, it's all good. I, I think that, I think that inflation will uh, be a hot topic for, for probably the next little bit of time, but Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor, obviously, is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast, and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Without further ado, we will get into it. Uh, so with inflation, so what is inflation, right? So I'm going to start off by saying that if you did a quick Google search of inflation of what that actually means, I'm sure that you'll look uh, look that, that term up. You just typed in inflation or inflation, economics or whatever. 10 sources would give you 10 definitions. And it's just, that's just the way it is. And it's not that it's complicated that you get all these definitions, just that people perceive it in different, different ways. Right. And so the easiest way, and I'm going to sum it up in five simple words, the easiest way to think about inflation is it's a change in the price of everything, change in price of everything. It's five words, change in price of everything. So everything that changes prices, um, is is inflation right so technically i could stop here right like i mean you've got it like you know what inflation is you're already smarter than the average american right there so uh seriously though the 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 definition talks about the price of the good so changing the price of everything is sort of the change in the price of the good so that's that's one way of looking at it is is when the price of the good itself changes like I, I bought an iPhone and the price of the iPhone went up you know the the price of that good price went up right but you can also look at it from a sense of more like a personal look at inflation right and that's where you look at the value of the dollar right so so it is sort of the change in purchasing power so if you had if you had a hundred dollars, your hundred dollars may not be able to buy you 
as much as it once could have, right? So um, if you if you like, for instance, like I'm sure I'm sure everyone everyone has you know a parent or a grandparent or whoever is like back when I was a kid, I used to get a Coke for 25 cents. So, uh, that's that every, every person has that, that story that they've heard. Right. Um, or I mean, maybe, maybe in this generation, maybe where we're at now, maybe that's what I heard is I used to get a, a, a Coke for a nickel or a quarter, but maybe now it's like, we're at the point now where, yeah, back when I was a kid, Coke used to cost 75 cents or a dollar or whatever. Like, like that, that's the inflation part of it. Right. So you can't buy, first off, you can look at it from the first standpoint that I talked about where the price of the good, the, the Coca-Cola or soft drink or whatever has gone up in price. Or you could just look at it, well, my quarter or my nickel just can't get me as much. Now I can only get a thing of bubble gum for 25 cents where I used to buy a whole Coke for 25 cents, right? So it depends on how you want to look at it. Both both ways are right. Both, and that's why I'm saying like, if you look up inflation, inflation is a is a common term with a, with an un, unreasonable amount of uh, definitions that are tied to it. Okay, so in reality, I tell people, no matter you know, either way, you're right. So you can think of it as the change in the price of the good, or you can change the price and the value of your dollars. But either way, they're they're essentially the same thing. Okay. So what needs to be understood though, is that throughout all of this, I want to, I want to put this out up front that as I talk about inflation and how you can fight off inflation, I want you to know that some inflation is good. Some inflation shows a very healthy economy. Some inflation shows, you know, that, that, Right when prices are slowly rising, it shows that there's still a demand. Right, people are still buying it because if if the if the prices stopped rising, uh, there would be a a a, a loss of demand. Right, uh, people may until it gets to a certain price, and we'll go over all that. But um, by prices slowly rising, you can see that there's still a demand. Uh, this this is going to keep people buying. Right, it. This creates jobs because when there's a demand for the good or the service, people are employed because they need to provide the goods and the services. So that creates the jobs for the products and services that are being produced. And, and it keeps everything just moving in a positive direction. That and that's that that's that good, healthy uh amount of inflation, which, which the Federal Reserve keeps at about 2%. People say, you know, Federal Reserve says 2% of a steady inflation is good. Like that's just a, a good amount to have. So now let's look at what about when, so the, the title of this is fighting off inflation, but let's first establish the definition of, of what, like what is deflation? So you'll hear that deflation, what sets in and, 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 you know, when deflation sets in and everything starts to move lower, what, what about that? Well, if you can imagine with me for just a second, imagine with me that this is where it becomes a problem because as, as the, as everything sort of deflates, the economy sort of deflates, it creates this excess of goods and services. So not as many people, uh, are, 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 you know, as in demand to to get these goods and services and this can lead 
to consumers, like I said, just sitting back and possibly just waiting on lower prices because everything's coming down in price. So so why go out and buy it today when I might go wait next week and save, you know, a hundred dollars or whatever, you know? So this would technically, because of this, it would delay the economy from, from course correcting because people are just sitting on their hands, not spending the money. because uh, people have to spend money to keep the economy keep the economy healthy, right? So some of the outcomes of, of deflation can be higher unemployment due to prices dropping. As prices are dropping, companies are making less money and they're laying off employees because they can't afford them, right? Debt, in- interest rates go up. This makes debt more expensive to have. This, this, and for, for people that use debt as a, as sort of a, a buying power, right? They, they, they use, they leverage debt to, to make money. Um, that, that, keeps them from doing that. And that could lead to more unemployment for, for people in those industries. Um, and, and this can, this can ultimately lead to this. I mean, it's like this death spiral of deflation because it just spirals out of control. Lower prices lead to less demand, at least less production, at least lower pay, that leads to more lower prices. That means to less demand, that means to less production. And it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And you're just spiraling this deflation out of, out of whack, right? So up until a certain point, and then people will be like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm ready to, to start buying again. I'm ready to get back out there. And, and that can sort of help uh, sort of pick the economy back up and, and start moving it back into a positive direction or course correcting the economy. So what about when inflation moves too high, which is what we're looking at right now? We're looking at an inflation that's moving higher. Um, the inflation, uh, the 4.2% that, that came out is the highest that we've seen in 13 years. So we're moving into a higher inflation. Once again, I started this off by saying this isn't something that you should be scared of. This is just something that, um, it's, 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 it, this could easily be, and I'll talk about this in a little bit, but there's a, there's a multitude of reasons why this inflation could be going higher. Um, some are, some are, were, were sort of known, uh, and then others are more perceived reasons. But the, when inflation kicks in, just to just to hit this up, so we can move on to the next part. When inflation kicks in, it can be as big of a problem as the deflation. So all those things—the higher unemployment, the debt, the defla- uh, the spiraling out of control—all of that, that same kind of stuff can happen with inflation. The first thing that happens with inflation is that you can't buy as much as you once could. And this is called, this is looked at as a decrease in your purchasing power. So what I used to go and buy a gallon of milk for $3, now a gallon of milk may cost me $4.50. So my my ability to buy whatever has has limited me, right? If I, if I didn't get a raise and inflation continues to go up and I don't get a raise, I can't buy as much. Like I'm looking at my budget. I'm like, holy cow, I don't have enough money. I used to have enough to barely scrape by. Now I don't have enough. Well, obviously inflation plays a role in that because what you once could do with a hundred dollars, you can no longer do with a hundred dollars. Easiest ways to look at inflation. Okay. So inflation leads also to more unnecessary spending because this could be sort of the the toilet paper uh, finanza or or recently the the just keeping this relevant the the east coast gas pipeline inflation 
let or, or a a offset of inflation leads to more unnecessary spending, um, and that could be like I said, filling your pantry with unnecessary toilet paper, you're filling your gas tank, um, and and those those were just little. Uh, those were just little bits of little little pieces of, of things that, that show a little unbalance of the economy, but it leads to, like this this leads to an outcome of more inflation because since demand is like falsely driving up the cost, right? Inflation is raising with a dollar that's worth less. So when we saw a lot of those gas prices when the, the, the ransomware hit the, the Colonial Pipeline company. Um, what we saw is that gas stations, because of the increased demand, were, were, were increasing their costs, right? They don't have as much to go around. Huge demand, and there was, there was, it was for a reason, but, but that, that sort of caused this like false inflation type of thing, right? So... Inflation plays a part of all all walks of life. So if you if you play in the stock market, inflation affects you, um, and that you know that that's that's a if you don't play in the stock market, then that's that's you you get the trade off because the people there are people that are playing in the stock market, and and there's people there's companies that are banking on that type of investor relationship to make money. So. Inflation can scare investors and lead to sell-offs, which leads to people taking profits, which leads to more selling in the markets. Like, like you have this inflation affects all parts of the economy, and I, and I and I can't say that enough. Um, it's just something that you have to be aware of. Uh, just don't let it scare you. Don't let it scare you until a certain point. So, uh, the last thing I want to go to before I get into what you can expect with this information that came out is uh, this thing called stagflation. And this is where stagflation is where inflation is going up and simultaneously unemployment is going up. Uh, and this is another part of inflation. And this is this is inflation's uh, with it going up and unemployment going up. That can lead to to huge problems because uh, there's this huge demand setting in uh, inflation's kicking off. Um, prices of things are going up and people can't afford them, right? So it's this, it's this, uh, this terrible spiral that would happen with that. And, uh, that, that we may see that we may see that coming. We, we, there's no telling there's, we don't know, but, uh, there's a chance, there's a chance that that stagflation could, could kick in. But, but, but with all this information, you can see that inflation is very much necessary, uh, for a very healthy economy. However, the biggest piece of it is like everything else it's in moderation. So in moderation is good. And when inflation is overdone in either direction up or down, uh, it can create problems. So what does this mean for you? Well, biggest thing is consumer price index rose 4.2% on the year. So hopefully after everything I just talked about, you can see how significant that is. Um, and and yeah, I, I said it and I'll say it again. This is the highest it's been in 13 years. So inflation is good. Once again, inflation is great. But this quick increase in inflation like this uh, could lead to problems. So what does that mean? 4.2%. What does that mean? Well, if you look at it from the cost of goods increasing perspective, if that's how you look at inflation, like 
you know, the price of my Coke has gone from 25 cents to a dollar. If you look at it from that perspective, that means that everything is 4.2% more expensive than it was in April of 2020. Because like I said, this is just over the year, right? So year to year, 2020 April to 2021 April. So it's 4.2% more expensive. So what you could buy for $1,000 in April of 2020 now costs you $1,042 today. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. So if you look at it from a purchasing power perspective, it means that your money is worth 4.2% less than your money was worth in April of 2020. So just to break that out, the paycheck that you received in April of 2020 last year is now only worth about $1,916. So you've lost almost like just due to inflation, your money is worth less than it was last year. So now stated before federal reserves maintains a target of about 2% inflation. And that's what they consider a healthy amount, healthy amount of inflation. So I have to tell you that the 4.2% is not, so what the consumer price index is, which is what that number is, is from, is that of all these sectors or all these industries, on average, their prices of their goods and services went up 4.2%. This is, I mean, the, the basic consumer things like, uh, you have, you know, cars, you have food, you have airlines, you have gasoline, you have all of these things, all of these industries, all of these sectors, they, one may have gone up 1%, one may have gone up 10%. And then when you average these things together, you're at about 5%, right? So it's, with a grain of salt, right? Because some of these, some industries and sectors didn't go up 4.2% and some went up more than 4.2%, but this is just an average. So I have to tell you that there's, there's a couple of different things that, that play into this. So, uh, first off the, the simple fact of prices increasing it can easily be tied back to COVID in the sense that people are getting back to their lives. COVID's, you know, every life's back to normal. COVID's pretty much over at this point. Um, people are getting back out. People are spending their money. That that demand is going to lead to higher prices. You can go. You can go see it. Rental cars are more expensive right now. Um, your travel is, is. If you look at the price of last year's travel, it is much less than what prices you know, today for you to buy an airline ticket. So it's, it's, it was known. It's like, we knew that this was going to happen. We knew this, this whole thing was going to happen. And that's the part that I want to continue to drive home. So Americans are just getting back to their lives. They're spending money on things that they used to enjoy their activities, their travel, you know, et cetera. And as I discussed before, inflation with people wanting to do more and in essence, you know, spend more, uh, could lead to more inflation as companies work to keep up with that kind of demand. So it just depends on you know what 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 happens here going forward, and we'll see what happens with the economy. But inflation is is was to be expected. The thing that you can expect right now 
is just more volatility. You can expect more volatility as investors and traders are sort of indecisive on on how they're going to navigate the markets. Um, this can be this can lead to you some some good days and some bad days. You're going to see huge swings in your investment accounts. Uh, some days will be really bad. Some days will probably be really good. The other thing that you can expect right now is you're going you you can expect to see prices continue to increase. Uh, some will say it's a supply issue where people want stuff but they just can't get it. Uh, and others to say are going to say that it's a demand issue where people just they've been given so much money from you know stimulus and whatnot that their demand for with all this extra money their demand is driving the inflation. Um, either narrative you go with whether it's a supplier demand issue, it's important to see that uh, that we want to see if this is going to course correct. We want to see if this is going to correct itself uh, because the last thing. That you that you want to see is for this to not course correct and this get out of control, okay? And then the last thing that you should be watching right now is how does this inflation, how does this consumer price index uh, rise into four point two percent? How does this tie to uh, the unemployment rates? Are those going to increase? Are they going to decrease? Um, because that ties back to that stagflation, and that's something that we should be watching. Once again, don't panic. It's not worth panicking, but it is worth watching. So it's it's we'll see what happens. Uh, there's no nobody's a uh, fortune teller. Nobody can predict the future, uh, but it's worth just sitting back watching and keeping up with. So what can you do? The biggest thing that you can do right now is four letters. Wait. Just wait. So. I'm not a financial advisor. Nothing I say here can be used as financial advice or should be used as financial advice. This is simply just education. So don't take anything that I say as the financial advice you need to go make your million dollars on the next GME. Uh, but you're, what I'm saying is take this as education and ensure that you have the most up-to-date knowledge and talk to a financial advisor before making any financial decisions. So the thing you can do is utilize the different vehicles that have been provided to sort of hedge against inflation. So one of the biggest ways that people hedge their money against inflation is stocks. Now, you probably, and if you've listened to any of my episodes, you probably don't invest directly into stocks. And that's because I, I personally recommend everyone to, unless you you know are very knowledgeable of stocks, you've been trading stocks, you've educated yourself on stocks in, in, in whatever format that you, you found education in stocks. Um, I don't, I don't just recommend it broad strokes because people can really get themselves in trouble in stocks. So uh, if you're but but even though you don't directly buy into stocks, your mutual funds and your IRA and your 401k and your brokerage accounts or everywhere else, those mutual funds are based off of stocks and bonds. Therefore, you are sort of, I'm not going to say you're hedged against uh, inflation, but, but I mean, that is your method of hedging against inflation. Will the stocks tank? Possibly. Who knows? Uh, no one knows what the market's going to do, but that is a way to hedge yourself against inflation is by being in the market because understand this when markets pull back they normally recover even stronger go back and look at how COVID happened go back and look at last year's numbers you can see that a majority of our market has gotten back to and better than um what it was when COVID happened 
Markets correct. Markets markets do pick up. So therefore, you only lose money if you sell your positions in your retirement accounts, in your brokerage accounts. That's when you're losing money. So if I've you know I've gone over it before, but dollar cost averaging. I've got a I've got a video on dollar cost averaging, and that's your friend in a time like where inflation and markets are 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 not really uh you're not really sure what's going to happen with the market. Dollar cost averaging an account is is what that account was built for. Like it, I mean that is it is to help you weather the storm, and weathering the storm in this in this instance is important. So, um, we you've got to continue to invest. You have to continue to put your money uh, into this, into that account, that investment account. And that's, that's one way that you can hedge yourself against inflation. So uh, go back and watch. I'll put a link in, in the description. Go back and watch um, dollar cost averaging my video on that and how you can build wealth through dollar cost averaging. But uh, that's your friend. So understanding that stocks can hedge you against inflation is one major point. Second thing is gold. Investing in gold is if you Google hedge myself against inflation, if you Google um, how to hedge against inflation, like if you if you look Google anything like that, there's a good chance that the number one thing that people are going to tell you to do is to invest in gold. Because historically, it has done quite well, about a 7% return. So even at a 4.2 in percent inflation, seven percent return, you're still beating inflation inflation in that sense. So um they do have their setbacks. Gold does have its setbacks, but the biggest thing is that they have they have historically shown great success. So uh gold is another one that you can invest in. Uh they can they can sort of hedge your money against inflation. Another are tips, which are treasury inflation protected securities. Uh, this is a very safe investment. Normally speaking, it does not keep up with the uh, inflation rate, you know, per se. Uh, but it does help you from from losing as much purchase power of your money with a better return than like a savings account. So, like I said, it doesn't return the actual rate of inflation, but it can help uh, lower that lower that that amount that you would possibly or potentially lose due to inflation. And then lastly is to, to help hedge yourself against inflation is real estate. So buying houses with a mortgage is a huge hedge against inflation. Cause think about it. If I bought my home at a 2% interest rate, right? Like 15 years ago, that 2% interest rate stays 2% for as I mean, like I literally get to lock in 2% for, if I do a fixed rate mortgage, I get to lock that in for, for literally three decades, 30 years. I do a 30 year mortgage. So locking in that rate hedges that money against inflation because it's locked in at 2% or whatever for 30 years. And your home naturally has the ability, I'm not going to say it does, but it has the ability to appreciate. So the appreciation of a home averages, most homes average an appreciation rate of about one to 2%. So in addition to locking in that interest rate on your mortgage and hedging your money through a mortgage uh, against inflation, your appreciation for your home also is helping to, to grow that. So if this this all ties into how your money, the, the biggest thing you do is to not, you know, let your money just sit in a box under your bed. Like that's, that's the worst thing that you can do. Uh, even sitting in a savings account. So, so 
the other thing I want to, I want to touch on this, um, in all of my notes, I didn't write this down, but I want to touch on it because I just thought of it. Do not let a 0.5 or 0.4 or 0.3 or whatever percent interest rate savings account push you away from not having money in a savings account. Your emergency fund should be an easily accessible fund. You should not put your emergency fund in a brokerage account. Please. And I say that to say this. If for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the stock market tanks and all of your money, all of your emergency fund money was in a brokerage account and it tanks with the market in a mutual fund, your retire your emergency fund is now no longer even close to what it is. And now what I'm telling you is that yes, your money will probably course correct and it will be more than it was. But what if in that year you needed that emergency fund, you needed money out of that emergency fund. It's not there. So I say that to say, don't let a point with, with all this inflation talk, don't let a 0.3 or 0.5. I don't even know what the average rate is right now. It's probably like 0.5% on a savings account, maybe 0.4% on a savings account. Um, don't let that push you or scare you away from keeping your emergency fund in that savings account because you, you don't want to lose your emergency fund due to a market, um, a, a transition of the market or, you know, volatility of the market and whatnot. So, it's important that, that I that I touch that piece. So if you're at a retirement year right now and we're talking about inflation being a thing, I do want to tell you, speak to a, spon- a financial advisor on your best route forward as everyone's situation is different. It's important that you do what's best for your situation. Um, maybe, maybe, you know, there, you know, there's, I'm not even going over examples. I don't want to give anyone any ideas, but it's important to know that, that your, your situation has your what you do in your situation has to be tied back to you so it's important to know that because i don't want you to be in a bad a bad position as as we talk about this whole inflation thing so inflation is here um we see it happening this was the first sign that inflation is occurring right uh the cause like i said i'll leave it up to you to determine uh all i can say is covid covid did it and that's not even being facetious. That's actually being whether it's a supplier demand issue, both were caused by COVID. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, but what I can tell you is inflation is going to affect you in some way. And and that's the part that I really want to I want to touch on. I want to make sure that you understand today is that in some way inflation will affect you. So not telling you to lose sleep over it, but what I am telling you is that the cost of goods and your ability to uh, have a higher purchase power, that definitely affects you. And that affects you from the ability to pay down your debt. That affects you from your ability to build wealth. That affects you for how much you can spend your actual paycheck on, how much of that money, how much is it actually worth. Um, all of these things, like it's going to affect you. Inflation affects you, and and you should really keep an eye on on how it's going to affect you. Okay, so it 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 is a big deal, and I, and I think that's the part that I want to touch on and really hit home to is that I know that some are going to downplay it. Some are going to say, "Oh, it's not that big of a thing," you know. But 
but it, it truly is and and it has a lasting impact uh, as you move through life as as you continue to try to put your life together and in terms of wealth building debt um, uh, paying off debt um, you know like all of these things that 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 are happening you're like it will affect you in some way so uh, don't downplay it don't downplay it by any means because it, it, it does it affects everyone it doesn't matter if you make five hundred thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars a year like it will affect you so don't fall into the trap where spending more money will fix your problems because it's not true it's not true for anyone like spending more money is not going to fix problems um you will eventually create so much inflation uh, and you, it'll bring in some of those problems we discussed unemployment. Um, it'll bring in higher interest rates. It'll bring in all of these things, uh, that, that, and the higher interest rates and, uh, and the, the higher cost of goods and lowering your purchase power and all that kind of stuff. Like all of this is tied into how inflation is going to affect you. So it, I, I that's all I can say. Don't think that anyone spending more money is going to fix anyone's problem. It doesn't happen. Right now in this time, if you're noticing that you are a little tighter with money, that's to be expected. You're going to have to tighten down your budget. You're really going to have to focus in, get laser vision because you can see the price of goods and services are going up um, as we speak. So tighten the budget, trim the fat off the budget, make, make sure that you're living within your means. Because if for any reason, anything that you have, um, you know, that, that is increasing in cost, we've got to still be able to do those two important things, pay down debt. If you have debt and start to build wealth and start to create a future for yourself. So I hope this is giving you the knowledge you need to help you understand, uh, sort of what inflation is and ultimately really just give you a what to expect and what you can do about it to, to hedge yourself against it. So in terms of, of affecting inflation, you're not going to be able to totally uh, control it by yourself. You're not going to be able to stop it by yourself, uh, but you, you do have the ability to educate yourself to what you can expect and what you can do. And that's what I want to leave you with. As always, uh, if you are in need of a financial coach, I'm here to help you. So go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash contact and send me a message to connect with me and we will absolutely get that get that uh, ball rolling and get you get you set up and get you headed where you want to be. So I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, as always, share this with a friend. If you have someone that, that really could use this, share that with a friend. Let them know that there, uh, there's some, some good information out there. Uh, check out my channel, Financial Mirror. It's on YouTube, it's on Facebook, and on my website, thefinancialmirror.org. Uh, share any of those sites with any of your friends and family. Um, and once again, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, Help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.